Jenny Wren Productions presents Bletchley Girls by Lou Beckett. I'm packing up my things. Oh, don't be ridiculous. Then we'd have to start all over again with another new person who doesn't check their work. <sighs> you don't want me to resign? Of course not. Get back to work. Uh, yes, yes, sir. Thank you, sir. You look like you've seen a ghost. It was mine. Ah, uh, Tilly spoke to you. I heard. I imagine everyone in the hut heard. Keep it in perspective. We all make mistakes. Can't imagine you do. Of course I do. And Dilly does. And Deniston does. Turing does. We're just a bunch of imperfect creatures scrambling to do the impossible. I thought he was going to sack me. Not a chance. He wanted to make a point. <laughs> You're going to be all right. <laughs> you can't let this defeat you. Show me how Enigma works. I want to know. That's the spirit. Turing said the odds against breaking Enigma are 159 million million million. Yes, near impossible. And they switch settings every night at midnight. We have 24 hours at most. Right. In simple terms, a signal goes through three rotors Rotors? Let me draw it for you. Think of it as three wheels. The rotors with the alphabet imprinted on its edges. So you could start on any one of 26 letters and with three different rotors, so 26 times 26 times 26. Exactly. 17,576. <laughs> <laughs> then a signal is sent through the rotors and reflected back on a different path. Finally, the signal gets sent one more time through another plug board and, voila, a letter lights up. 159 million, million, million. As Dilly quotes Alice, sometimes I believe six impossible things before breakfast. This is where Turing's bomb comes in. It reduces the assumptions of the wheel order and the scrambler to something a touch more manageable. Perhaps only a few million. I can see why Deniston and I guess a good many others think it's unbreakable. Including the Germans. And you're saying, look for human error? Dilly's approach, how best to explain it? He comes at it sideways. Where might mistakes be made? We broke one code by discovering many messages ended with Heil Hitler. Intriguing. Mistakes essential to code breaking. That only makes me feel a teeny tiny bit better. Oh, blast. Oh, don't worry, I'll pick them up. Oh. Thanks, Mavis. I was supposed to leave an hour ago. I can't find my bloody specs. Have you seen them, Margaret? They'll be here somewhere. Have you checked in your tobacco pouch? Dilly, they're on your head. Ah, I knew they couldn't be far. Just to let you know, my head count requests still haven't been approved. He thinks a couple of new heads is enough. Turin's threatening to break rank and go higher. He's looking for signatures. To MI6? To Churchill. Churchill? Isn't that risky? How will Deniston react to that? I'm not sure what to do. He's always supported me. It's a big step. It's too big. I don't want to be part of it. Uh, the papers are sorted. They're on your desk. Ah, thank you, Mavis. Another long day. Well, I'll see you two girls in the morning. Night. Good night. Good night. 
You pulled the midnight shift again. You're probably used to it now. It's sleeping the next day that's an issue. My billet has small children. Sweet, but noisy. How are you getting on with the other girls? Oh, they're a good lot. Very funny. Yesterday, we had a solo dance competition. I did this. I came second. What do you think? <laughs> oh, very good, but I don't know about your backup man. What was... <laughs> oh, Dilly, I didn't realise you'd come back and were <laughs> dancing behind me. <laughs> and Squawk... Oh, poor Squawk knocked off your perch. Oh, please forgive me. <laughs> of course he does. Squawk. You've always been our most tolerant of companions. <laughs> oh, there, Squawk. Back in place. <laughs> <laughs> I just came back to get my coat. Good show, Mavis. Puts a bit of spark back in the air. And Margaret, I'm not going to forget that slight. <laughs> I think I dance rather well. <laughs> oh, reminds me of school. Jolly hockey sticks and all that. Oh, not so much my school. There weren't high expectations for the girls. Oh, you did well, though. I feel lucky. Despite Denison wondering about my humble background. He's a good chap. Just a bit old school. It's good to have a laugh. It's challenging. Midnight shifts. Damp and drafty hut. Worry about our loved ones. Speaking of loved ones, I'm almost afraid to ask. Have you heard anything about your cousin? Oh, I'm so sorry. Here... Take my handkerchief. No, I, I'm, I'm fine. Really, it's just... It's, uh... It's the first person I've known directly. Compared to so many others. Compared to you. But what about you? What do you hear from your family? Uh, my mum keeps writing, asking me to return. Aunt Dorothy is up to her normal mischief. You must tell your mother how well you're doing. Or I could mention my bollocking. Mavis, it was just a dressing down. Diddy's like that. He forgives and forgets. Who'd have thought there'd be a unit of all-girl cryptographers? You have to give Dilly credit. It helps we're at war. A common enemy. And after the war? It's hard to think of that. I just hope we make it through. We're lucky we're not in London. They're getting the worst of it. Be positive. Surely there'll be a job for you. Being a statistician and all. Oh, be millions of men coming home. They'll all need a job. Yes, I suppose. Better collect my things. The bus will be leaving shortly. Dilly asked if you could carry on here. How's it going? Have you seen the tiny Italian dictionary they gave me? With any luck, I'll be assigned German codes again where I'll stand a chance. Let me show you where the evening shift finished. We've gone through these variations. Sadly, no luck. So, if you pick up here... Ah, oh, three months and nothing. Perhaps the Italians start their messages with something other than two. We've checked a range of Italian memos. It seems standard. Two Admiral so-and-so, two General X. Maybe we could take a different approach. Instead of thinking of it as an individual... Dilly asked we check out all two possibilities before switching. Got it. Well, good night. Good night. <laughs> What do you think? Would the Italians start their memos by saying two? To commandant? To whom it may concern? 
what if Squawk, what if it wasn't a note to one person, but to a group of people? Then you might not say two. Of course, I've just been told to try all two variations first. Squawk, shall I do what I've been told? Or go with my instinct? I see. Take a risk. You know, I'm not much of a risk taker, Squawk. You're sure? Good question. What's the worst that can happen? Another bollocking. Or, as Margaret would say, dressing down. I can live with that. Next question. How would you address it? Teen? No. Or... Personnel? No again. Hmm. Let's check the real thing. I wonder if the Italians think like the English. What would Denison say if he were sending this message? Dear staff. <laughs> Let's give that a try. <gasps> staff works. So that gives me five letters. Uh, let's try some other combinations. Uh, another vowel. Good morning, ladies. Dilly! Dilly, I've done it! I've done it! I wasn't having much luck with two sequences, so I thought I'd try a team name. Staff. And that worked. Uh, once I got that, I tried another vowel and got no, and then I got senor. Uh, anyhow, look at this. Good God, girl, this is beautiful work. I need to get this to the Admiralty. Now go and get some sleep. I hope you don't have any plans tonight. I'm taking you to dinner. She's relatively new for a rise. Not good enough. She needs a proper pay rise. She's cracked a code that none of your beloved Oxbridge boys could break. An extra five shillings a week won't do it. The other girls get 35 shillings a week. An extra five shillings? She'd be very pleased with that. Pay her what the men are paid. 57 and 6. She's a linguist and should be paid the linguist rate. That would set a dangerous precedent. We don't have an unlimited budget. If they do the same work, they should get paid the same. But they don't support a family. Mavis spends her money going to dances, having a night out. The men seem to be at these same dances. I'm trying to build a modern workforce here, but there are limits. There's a natural order to maintain. I won't take any disagreement on this. She made a significant mistake. I still think there should have been an official reprimand in her file. Typical hypocrisy. You wouldn't ask for an official reprimand if it was one of your chaps. <sighs> and Margaret promoted to senior cryptographer? Can't it wait till year end like everyone else? She's one of the best cryptographers in the whole place. Ask Turing. Ask anyone. They'll all support me on this. The timing is bad. We're already overrunning our budget. We're taking advantage of the girls. It's not right. Steady on, oh boy. I just don't understand the urgency. There's never a good time for these things. She's breaking codes that others found impossible. She speaks French, German and Russian. Uh, let me think about it. You know we've talked before about your 
penchant to be surrounded by pretty girls. Poppycock. Dillies fillies, they're called. You keep banging on about this. I hire the best people I can. They happen to be women. Personnel vet every single candidate before I see them. But you make the final choice. Uh, beauty parade, is it? Oh, that's outrageous. They're great lateral thinkers. Mavis beat everyone, including me, on breaking the Italian code. All right, all right. I'll see what I can do, but I'm not promising you anything. Uh, let's move on. Where are you on Abwehr? Nothing yet. I don't need to remind you how grave the situation is. Germany looks invincible. We're losing, Dilly. We're counting on you. You're right. You don't need to remind me. We're running out of time. An invasion? Well, you can imagine the consequences. We're working flat out. One further point. Uh, I don't know how to ask this, Dilly. You're, you're a bit of a sensitive soul. Say what you have to say. You've lost weight. You look strained. Uh, I, I don't want to ask, but, but uh, are you having any health problems? Mind your own bloody business. I've got some stomach problems. Ah, Keith, thanks for coming. Sorry I'm late. My meeting ran over. The big brass from London got lost. <laughs> Invading Germans might not find their way here, but neither can our own men. <laughs> We're deluged as well. With the new bomb shipment, the work is stacking up. Along with the task at hand, how can I help? We received an odd message this afternoon. There were no L's. No L's? My guess is the coder was sending out a test message. He stopped for a fag or simply couldn't be bothered and just kept pressing the L key. How do you look at a page of hundreds of characters and realise that there are no L's? I don't know. You look for anomalies. And a back door into the code. Exactly. I should be able to work out the new wheel's wiring, but the problem is... Here, I'll show you. I'm able to get this far, but there's something odd in the setup that doesn't allow me to proceed. I've tried at least eight different ways in. Here was my first attempt. Yes, I, I see why that didn't work. Um, and the next one. Here I've been checking for vulnerable points where an analyst might make a mistake. And then on this next one... Let's draw up a chart. Go through all the alternatives systematically. That will help us narrow down. Goodness, we've been at this for over an hour. Uh, yes, I'll need to go soon. How did you end up at Bletchley Park? Welchman recruited me from uh, Cambridge. Posh boy. Cambridge. <laughs> you make your luck. I'm a scholarship boy. You wanted to be a cryptographer? Not really. I wanted to be... Well, I still want to be an RAF pilot. And did you apply? They wouldn't take me. Even with your background? It's not that. that they're worried that if I get shot down, well, I know too much. Under torture... Oh, I see. Well, I haven't given up yet. I'm being tested next week to be an air cargo pilot. They only fly over the channel, so if I'm 
shot down. Your secrets go to the grave with you. Yeah. On that cheery note, I guess I'll just wish you good luck. Thanks. Very kind of you to help me. You dropped your pencil. So I did. Well, I'll just pick it up then. Don't tell me you had nothing to do with this. I didn't. This sounds very much like you. Our reason for writing to you direct is that for months we have done everything that we possibly can through the normal channels and that we despair of any early improvement without your intervention. You know Turing enough to know he's his own man. Did you or did you not know of the letter's existence? We haven't hidden our concern about lack of resources. But a letter to Churchill to go over my head in such a blatant manner. Wait a second. If you can quote from the letter, then surely you can see I didn't sign it. The department wanted to ensure I took the necessary actions. I have the letter, minus the signatories. Well, they did me a disservice then. Let's start with your hut. It says here, 20 more grade three women clerks are needed immediately. Anyone else would have asked for 20 more grade three clerks without specifying women. Oh, for heaven's sake. And if that's not enough, in July we were promised that the Wrens would take over testing of code produced by the bombs. It is now late in October and nothing has been done. Well, perhaps we should be discussing what could be done. Churchill was pretty clear about that. He wrote, action this day across the top and make sure they have all they want on extreme priority and report to me that this has been done. Are we finished? Good morning. Do you get much sleep? You look like you fell off the cushions at some point. Oh, I was so tired. It didn't matter. I feel a bit fresher. You were talking in your sleep. Didn't sound good. We're going to have to keep you away from enemy lines. <laughs> I had a terrible dream. My brother, dead in the woods, propped against a tree. Ooh. Alone. No one noticing. Awful. I've had it a couple of times. I can't stop thinking about the lives at stake here. And I try to focus on what we're doing, but... Yes, yeah, some days it's impossible. Well, thank goodness for adrenaline. <laughs> I still can't believe that message. Oh, so unlikely, isn't it? Today's the day, minus three. To be so blatant. Very odd. You made terrific progress, breaking that code in the night. Good for you. Well, I had a bit of help. <laughs> Someone else on the night shift? I couldn't figure out how to get through one of the sections, so I thought a mathematician might help. So I asked Hut Six if anyone was available. Keith Beatty came by. Oh, that worked out well. <laughs> Maybe. Not great news on that front. He's testing to be a pilot, air cargo, so he may soon be gone. You never know. Stay positive. Anyhow, I've continued where you left off. You can see these operator's messages are increasing in frequency and length. This one has coordinates, scheduling. Ah, uh, yes, I see. And these... Hmm, might be about timing. This section seems like it's a list. If we're very lucky, it might show detailed plans. Yes, good. Uh, I'll start on this batch. I've just picked these up from the courier at the gate. Margaret, can you take a look? Any progress since I left? Not since Mavis's breakthrough. We've just been working through the 6am batch of ciphers. Dilly, Mavis, come and look at this. 
It's from the same coder who was transmitting logistical info. It's a very long message. Goodness, this looks like an Italian battle plan. Uh, there are fleet details, location information. Yes. I'm beginning to see. This is hard to believe. They even list number of cruisers, submarines. We have to hurry. Margaret, they'll have to listen to you this time. Make sure this gets to the Admiralty. Stay in touch until you're sure they've registered the scale of this. This is the BBC Home Service. We are receiving reports that last night the British Navy achieved a major success against the Italian fleet at Cape Matapan. A number of Italian heavy cruisers were destroyed during the battle, dealing a heavy blow to the Italian forces in the Mediterranean. The Italians are estimated to have lost over 2,000 men. There is one loss reported amongst the Allies. More information will be provided as it becomes available. Ministry of Defense, may I speak to the person in charge of the press announcement for the Battle of Matapan? It's Dilly Knox. 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 K-N-O-X. Yes, it's imperative I speak to the person releasing the information on the battle. Well then, let me speak to whoever is in charge of the unit. Uh, duty Captain, yes, yes, that will do. Hello? Y yes, this is Dilwyn Knox, Head of Research and Cryptography, Bletchley Park. Uh, yes, precisely, that's why I'm calling. It's imperative, and I can't stress this enough, absolutely imperative that no credit be given to Bletchley Park for the Battle of Matapan. Well, no, can't you see? If the Germans realize we broke their code, they'll stop using it. No, you imbecile, this is your job. I don't know. Give air reconnaissance the credit. Say battleships were spotted heading in the direction of the British position. <laughs> Cheers. 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 Well done. Now, look, let me top up your glass, Margaret. What a moment. <laughs> oh, wonderful work, team. Dilly, you have outdone yourself this time. Admiral Cunningham is effusive in his praise. Uh, no, my girls here get all the credit. Mavis spotted the lack of L's. Margaret and Mavis worked through two days and nights to break the cipher. Well, I'm sure there's enough credit to go around for everyone. Let me read the Admiral's message. Tell Dilly we have won a great victory in the Mediterranean, and it's all due to him and his girls. <sighs> Mavis, Margaret, I can't begin to tell you how proud I am of what you've accomplished here. Denison, any updates? We've only heard fragments on the wireless, but none of the details. Uh, the Italians were caught completely by surprise. We sank a battleship, six heavy and two light cruisers, plus destroyers. 2,300 Italian sailors went down. Well, this is hard to absorb. We're responsible for thousands of men. And perhaps bad news for Operation Sea Lion. This ought to slow down the Germans. Not much help from the Italian Navy now. It's fair to say MI6 is very pleased. And perhaps next time, naval intelligence will trust us. Mm. <laughs> uh, one final thing. 
Admiral Cunningham plans to come personally to congratulate the team. Oh, jolly good. That'll provide a boost to everyone's spirits. Well, gals, the two of you are gaining quite a reputation here. Oh, it's nothing, sir. No, 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 no. Top, top-notch effort. So, um, Mavis, well, what's your secret of success? Oh, the same as every analyst. We tried to get into the mind of the person who's coding. Mm. A teenage girl breaks into seasoned military man's mind. <laughs> How does that work? I had a bit of a rough-and-tumble brother. Let's just say I know quite a few four-letter words. Oh. <laughs> it's one of many ways in. I, I can see where that would come in handy. <laughs> I've come across two different coders with girlfriends named Rosa. I always wondered if it was the same Rosa. <laughs> Thank you both again. Uh, Dilly, if we could have a word in private, please. We were just on our way out. Uh, bad news on a couple of fronts. Mavis's aunt has written demanding Mavis come home. Her mother's been suffering with nerves. The doctor's note says depression. Margaret's mentioned it to me. Mavis won't even discuss it. What do you think? Well, the poor woman lost both her husband and her son in a short time frame. Mavis had an anxious start, but you've seen what she's accomplished. We can't lose her now. I didn't want to speak to her till Cunningham goes. She's going to take it hard. She can't go. We must do the right thing. Surely that's to win the war. There's a human element here. There's a human element in hundreds of thousands of lives. I'll speak to her, see what she has to say. You said news on a couple of fronts. Today's briefing notes. Further big losses in the Atlantic. Rommel has taken back Libya. German troops are lining up to invade Greece and Yugoslavia. And London taking a nightly pounding. Mm. Stiff upper lip time. Mm. Any news on sea line? The threat is changing. Intercepts indicate Hitler is about to turn full force on Russia. So, at least a temporary reprieve. How confident are you of the intelligence? Two intercepts suggest a change of plans. Russia? Winter's not far away. How many fronts can the Germans fight on? North Africa, East Europe, Greece and now Russia. And the implications for us? The steady drumbeat from MI6 is we must know what Hitler knows. Yes, yes, we've been over this before. We can't invade if we can't break Enigma. It's as simple as that. Yeah. Oh. Uh, uh, are you all right? Uh, here, here let, here, let me get you a chair. Oh, no, no, don't, don't mess me about. Uh. This is more than a stomach problem. You can't simply refuse to discuss this. Dilly, I, I, out with it. It's cancer. Cancer? Oh, Dilly, why haven't you told me? Uh, let, let me get one of the medics. I don't, I don't need a medic. Just give me a minute. Ah, Dilly, I, I insist. We must discuss this. Bugger off. Bletchley Girls was written by Lou Beckett, produced by Jenny Wren Productions and directed by Jenny Winks. Mavis Lever was played by Moya Matthews. 
Dilly Knox by John Martin Stevens, Alistair Denniston by Philip Douch, Margaret Rock by Rosie Mason, and Keith Beatty by Kieran Capaldi. Sound by Paul Hamblin and Saoirse Christofferson, with thanks to Boom Sound Studios. Music composed by Jim Barn, technical support by Kieran Capaldi, production support by Helen Jeffrey. With thanks to 30 Percy and the Gloucestershire Funders COVID-19 response, Tony Comer and GCHQ, Bletchley Park, Rob Wicks, Aidan Mosby, Jane Douch and Kieran Mortell. <laughs>